Quick word from our sponsors. Don't forget to check out the Hockey Podcast Network's newest affiliate, NHLShop.com. That's right, the official NHL merchandise page. Right now, they're giving 20% off orders over 25 bucks with code NHLICE25. Also, if you use our link that we're going to tweet out after this episode, you can help support us and the other hosts at the Hockey Podcast Network. The Hockey Podcast Network has also joined forces with Puffy Mattresses. They're not just any bed-in-a-bag company. These are America's most comfortable mattress, and right now you can get $300 off a new mattress plus a free king-size pillow, plus they offer a 101-night sleep trial, so if you're not satisfied with the mattress, you can return it no problem. Also, if you use our link, just like NHLShop.com, you can help support us and the other hosts at the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Welcome to Offside by a Mile, the podcast for anything and everything Colorado Avalanche, and the official Avs podcast for the Hockey Podcast Network. Well, that's it for the 2020 trade deadline. Indeed. Uh, I believe they said 32 trades on deadline day, which is the most for the last like six or seven years or something. Yeah, I was going to say that definitely seems like a lot, and it kind of did seem like a lot. Like there was nothing crazy. It was just but there was a consistent. Few crazy ones. Yeah. It was like normally from like seven to like noon, there's nothing. Right. And then it's like the and last fifteen minutes. Noon until like three hours past the deadline, you find out about <laughs> all the trades. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it was a eventful day. Not so much for the Avs here, obviously. Mm-hmm. But we will break down that in a minute. Uh I'm still a little sick. But I just had a big bowl of soup, and this is the best my voice has sounded in the last four days. I was just going to say, man, that cleaned it right up. <laughs> it's uh, pretty solid. In half an hour, we'll check back and see how bad it's tailed <laughs> off. But yeah. until then, it's good right now-ish. Uh, but yeah, the Avs, a little disappointing. They didn't get Chris Kreider. They didn't really get, well, obviously we already knew about the disappointment of not getting Tyler Toffoli. Mm-hmm. Not really shoring up the... I don't know the perceived goalie issue. The goalie needs. Yeah. However, was... they picked up a goalie. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. They, again with the Maple Leafs. I yeah. The return of Callie Rosen, the trades backsies. Yeah. If you will. Yeah, it's kind of funny, and then uh... for apparently something the Avs really enjoy and a right hand goalie. Yeah, that too, right? A silly cider, if you will. Silly cider. Yeah. Thanks, Pierre. I mean, and it's pretty funny timing-wise that Muzzin should go down with a broken hand and be out for four weeks, and then, oh, look at this. Today hey, we get Kelly the news. Rosen back. <laughs> Kelly Rosen gets pulled up here, and 
Yeah. Uh, which for him, it's his pretty much his first NHL time since like I don't know. When was first it even game November? Or two? Like was it it was like October, November ish. I think he had a couple different stints. Yeah, you're right. You're Nothing right. too much, though. That, that's for sure. He maybe played, what, like four games or something? I actually haven't looked. I'm looking right now. Uh, he had eight, apparently. Oh, nice. Wow, that shows you how much he contributed. <laughs> how, uh... uh. Two assists. But again, like, he wasn't a super big negative. He was yeah. plus two in those eight games. Yeah, I mean, he's. I mean, He's a depth kinda, D man, so. <clears throat> we kind of talked about that last episode, plus minus, you know, what it really means. But mm-hmm. but still, for him, like, it wasn't necessarily a bad showing. It just, the Avs have an incredibly good D core slash set of prospects, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Kyle Dubas responded to the trade afterwards and said, like, you know, we didn't really want to trade Callie Rosen in the first place. At the same time, like, I, I'd assume... Hutchinson wasn't on the Avs list of things to acquire at that point either. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of one of those deals where just like the Caudry Berry deal, it helps both sides where the Avs had have an issue for a third or fourth string goalie. Yeah. And the Leafs clearly have defensive issues. That's now three of their top four ish, if you count CC as a top four mm. that are out right now. Yeah. On a team like Toronto that doesn't exactly have the best decor. Yeah, it doesn't help the situation whatsoever. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, anyway, back to the Avs. You know, Hutchinson is, I don't know, he's a three, sure. He's going to obviously back up uh, for the foreseeable future while Grubauer's out. Yeah, yeah, which seems all right. hopefully isn't that much longer. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's on the ice yet. Still haven't really heard much or seen much about him, so. Oh, another thing to point out. Sorry for anyone listening, trying to get some coverage of the game on Wednesday night. Mm. We are recording just before the game starts, so that will be Sunday's episode. We'll have to cram in another three-game episode. Hooray. Hooray. It'll be fun. And, you know, hopefully not an hour and 20 minutes like last time. Yeah, and, I mean, I got faith. It's against Buffalo. We had a really, really dominating performance in Buffalo. So Buffalo, okay, (laughs) so... Not exactly Avalanche related, aside from the fact that they're playing tonight. What the hell was Buffalo doing on trade deadline day? Like what? I mean, I'm gonna trade for Wayne Simmons, and then trade away. Con- uh, who did they trade to Pittsburgh? I'm trying to remember too. So I'm looking back right now. Connor Sherry is who rings a bell. I believe it's y- y- yeah, I yeah. I believe right. it was Sherry. Sherry, but. I, yeah. I believe they pronounce it Cherry, which is weird, but sure. <clears throat> and then they but, made another random acquisition of Emil De- Juice? Juice. Oh, Juice, yeah. I, I don't even know who that is, so. I it's have, just, oh, that's from the Dallas Stars, okay. It's just such a weird day for the Buffalo Sabres. I mean, honestly, for sure. it's. <clears throat> it, I don't even know. It's like they don't even know what they're doing. They're just going. Year. They're going really full Vancouver Canucks. Like, we're rebuilding, but we're trying to be better. But we're not really there. But we might be there. It's like half-ass doing both ways of bargaining in a well, way. Well, it, it's probably partly like okay. The Sabers were supposed to be decent this year. They have not been. At times they have been, and at times they've been real garbage. Which is pretty much how the last three seasons. <laughs> which, have been. which is classic Buffalo hockey for you. Uh, 
But at the same time, you look at the third, fourth, and fifth place place teams in the Atlantic, and you got to think like uh, if we have like a good two week run, we're in the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Because the Leafs are the Leafs. Florida is just apparently still sucking, doing kind of the same thing as Buffalo. And then Buffalo is just sitting there like we could, we could make third. They're not that far away. Yeah. So it's just it's such a weird division. <clears throat> Kind of like the Pacific was last year. Yeah. Very much like the wildcard races in both divisions. But anyway, yeah, back to the Avs. You know, they get Hutchinson. I I spoke my piece on Mon- Monday's episode. Deming for free would have been better option, in my opinion. And then you, you see get Deming get scooped up, too. Yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like... It's tough with Hutchinson because he kind of just faded away. Well, yeah, so that's the thing. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Hutchinson's a great goalie and they snuck him out of Toronto because Toronto's defense is bad. Mm-hmm. He plays dodgeball a lot. I mean, yeah. That being said, it doesn't mean uh, the Avs goaltender and coaches can't get a hold of him and make something of the kid. Well, I mean, like, the three <clears throat> years from 2014-15 to 2016 17 all three of those seasons he played you know about 30 games 38 and 14 15 yeah for the jets and like i'm a pretty big jets fan that's my hometown i was born in winnipeg um so like i i paid i've paid a lot of attention to the jets over the years and he seemed like yeah because that's kind of when they were going through it was like hellebuck hutchinson and they were kind of you know it was pretty even game split, and like you, you've seen signs of him for sure, but you know, for whatever reason or reasons, he's kind of you know he faded into obscurity. Like he he got traded to Florida or whatever. I can't even remember honestly. He was in Florida, then he went to Toronto. Yeah, so I mean, you never know. I mean, he might get a couple starts here, depending depending, I guess, how good Frankie plays, because we're kind of riding Frankie right now, which is completely fine. It's definitely fine with me after the weekend he had. Right. So, I mean, it gives us a little bit of extra security in having a guy who's actually played in the NHL, other than, like, you know, Hunter Miskew. He hasn't, you know, got the experience. So, I mean, it's a little you bit of security. You never know what's what he's going to give you. Yeah. When you're talking about Miskew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Miskew. Uh, but the one thing with Hutchinson, <clears throat> it does feel kind of like an Oilers situation where the team's not very good for their goalie, and then all of a sudden, oh, Devin Dubnik appears out of nowhere, and you not necessarily know. out of you nowhere, but wow, he's great. Yeah, oh, he <clears throat> actually was a good goalie. Yeah. But let's not forget, Devin Dubnik bounced around four times after Edmonton, I believe. Well, yeah, and he or was at like, least three. He was like sent down to ECHL, yeah. so. So... That's one thing to think about. The second thing to think about is know what kind of chances the Avs give against their goalies. And if you think all of a sudden the Avs system is going to be the one to pull a goalie out from the depths of getting cut, basically, off your team, that ain't it. I mean, yeah, it's, you know. Chances are not necessarily high volume, but they're definitely high quality. They definitely have been at, at points in time this year. So Right, so it's just, like, it, it, it's definitely nice to see uh, Sackett go out and make this move and get some sort of help. Yeah. Help, because for sure, like, 
Frankie and Miscu as the guy or the guys that are back there when Grubauer is hurt is terrifying. Especially terrifying if one of those guys gets injured in the playoffs. Oh, totally. Right? If all of a sudden or you're going up, what if? if all of a sudden you're going into game six or seven of a series and it's Frankie and Hunter Miscu. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, because you, you, you really don't know how Frankie would respond in playoffs. Like that's a whole other ball game, you know. Yeah. So well look at Columbus. Columbus loses Corpus Allo and then all of a sudden Elvis just goes nuts, right? Yeah. Corpus Allo is backing up his first game and Elvis gets hurt. Yeah. Like, are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, you you just never know, man. Right? So it's just like Especially with the abs, the way it's been this year, do not right. assume injuries are done. Oh, exactly. And right, if nothing like again, Hutchinson's not the answer. If if Frankie goes down, they're screwed. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna let's be, not re- even freaking well, think about right? that. <laughs> but that like, that's the thing. It doesn't necessarily give you. Yeah. Give you the greatest safety blanket, but you weren't going to get Robin Leonard. That was crazy. Well, yeah, exactly. You're not. You're not going to go out and get Carey Price. However, the deal for Robin Leonard was very interesting. It was. It was. This is a trade that I did not expect out of the Maple Leafs on Monday. I did not expect the Leafs to take on salary for draft picks. Oh, yeah. This is the the weird three-way. Yeah, right. Where the Leafs trade a basically nobody prospect to the Vegas Golden Knights to then retain... 40 per, 44% of Robin Leonard's contract at 1.4 million. Or sorry. 44% of the remaining two and a half million. And it's just like it was such a weird trade. And I was like, wait, wait, the Leafs have salary room for that? What? Yeah, that is super <clears throat> I don't think I've seen something quite like that. <laughs> it was so weird. But yeah, like basically Vegas trades away their backup goalie and Malcolm Subban, who was having a rough year. Right. And another, I don't know, another prospect, Slava Demon or Demon, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then a second round pick that was not theirs. It was from Pittsburgh. I don't remember for why. But anyway, they get Vegas ends up getting with Robin Leonard for basically one point one million or something or one point four million. Yeah, one point four million dollar cap hit. Mm. And it's just like, well, that's not bad at all for a backup goalie. Yeah, seriously. And a very strange choice to back up Marc-Andre Fleury. But this has not been the greatest season for Fleury. Vegas is probably in that spot. Well, clearly they're in that spot where they fired Gerard Gallant and they think that they're cup contenders even though they are got one of the better coaches in the league. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those things, right? It's just like, I guess they're all in this year. Because I mean, they yeah. they felt like their backup goalie couldn't get them two points. Very very strange, strange deal. Like yeah. I did not expect Robin Leonard to go there. As a fantasy owner, on the other hand, of Robin Leonard, I am <laughs> hoping that he gets a fair amount of starts because he should pick up more wins than he did in Chicago. Yeah, that's definitely true. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, pretty interesting stuff. I mean, but like, I I think we said on Monday's episode we didn't expect a trade like that. You didn't expect them to go get uh, any and like Henrik Lundqvist, the the king rumors, 
party. That all all day Monday, most of the day Sunday. Like what? Yeah. I don't I didn't even know. <clears throat> Half the time it's like how the hell do you take anything that anybody says seriously? It would Unless be it's so- like fucking Bob McKenzie or like, you know, some of the straight up dudes who are well, like Ryan S. Clark here or like right, Dater totally. or Hazel yeah. or Wow, we just had like the weirdest little audio glitch there. Everything just like shut off and stopped recording. Hopefully, uh, uh, everything's good. Anyway, back <laughs> into the the Hank stuff. List, like, yeah, like you're saying, like listening to Twitter and listening to, or like reading Twitter and things trending on Twitter and just all that crap. And also, just you know, kind of like cheaper publications you know like off brand publications don't listen to them well and then well. too like you don't <laughs> you don't even like not not even and i i didn't see anybody get burned by this on trade deadline day itself but the fake twitter accounts yeah dude the fake we saw uh, that we saw that one where it was like it's like carolina or something it was like carolina hurricanes yeah it was it's yeah. carolina hurricanes and the person put like a a j with like a white background on the j at the end so it kind of sort of looked like a checkmark verification. Especially if you're just skimming over and you're like, oh, like that's legit. And they <laughs> said, like they tweeted something and it was like, we acquired so-and-so. And then the actual Hurricanes Twitter account was like, no, no we, we didn't. didn't. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. what is happening? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, got to have your wits about you. And I understand like internet trolls are internet <laughs> trolls for sure. We employ one at the Hockey Podcast Network. <laughs> the Hockey Troll from the Capitals Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, I, like, I understand the pleasure. Like if you can pull one over on like a bunch of people, oh yeah, it would feel really fun just for sure. Get all the gullibles out there, but y'all suck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, those ones in particular, man, cause that's like straight up just trying to, yeah, you're not trying to be like Commodore over here and just be like, right. (laughs) Insider. Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty good. His but tweets are his, epic. His was fun to, to you know, just check he, in on everyone. He's, he's a troll, but everybody knows he's trolling right. most of the time. Yeah. But anyway, uh, back to the other, the other Avs trade. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Vladislav Domestikov. I like this one. This one's a bit out of left field. It's totally like, what? It's Where did very, this come from? It's very Joe Sackick, though. Yeah, totally. It's very budget. Yeah. It's a budget depth guy, which to be honest, that's what the Avs need, right? We said that. We said that all summer, right? It was mm-hmm. depth, depth, depth. What's cheap? Depth. Yeah. What is supposed to be cheap? That's depth. There's no point in going to pay somebody a first round pick to play third or fourth line minutes. That's crazy. Well, and <clears throat> that's like the whole thing. That like even you know Sackix reiterated and everything throughout this whole last week has been you don't want to screw anything up because everybody's back for playoffs. We're yeah. hoping anyway. Um, so you know you go if your twelve guys are healthy for playoffs, Nemestikov doesn't have to play. Yeah, and I mean he maybe he will still. Yeah, and as we just just got note of yesterday that Matt Nieto is out now day to day. It's like holy shit, and also Why I guess we he? should mention that Burakovsky, yeah, was just illness, and apparently he's not playing. Last night, yeah. I'll say that Wednesday. <laughs> he's not playing Wednesday night against Buffalo again. So that's still like a little bit concerning because that's been like I don't know five days of being pretty sick. 
So hopefully he gets healthy because beer man. flu. Yeah, I mean that is a player we need back. So, but that, you know, it, it's also kind of good news that it's just an illness. You know, he will recover quickly off that. So, Eventually, hopefully, I mean that right there. It's like you know, you don't want to screw up your your chemistry that you've kind of acquired on these top two lines. However, <laughs> combination we're gonna have that night. Yeah, but Vlad's gonna you know set in pretty good on like especially in in practice today he was slotted in with belmar on the pk he did some pk time with ottawa also to be noted he had four shorthanded goals six shorthanded points that's so he's he's on the ice for six shorthanded goals at least so that that's another big thing to keep in mind and especially with having calvert out right now that and uh, the fact that the pk is the pk right like if we can get help on our PK through a move like that too, that's I think that's a really good move. <clears throat> and I mean, he's he's not like it's not like he's a super quiet scorer. Like he's played fifty six games this year, thirteen goals, twelve assists. I mean, that's not bad. And even the minus seven on on Ottawa is not a terrible sign. I think he's one of the higher. He's actually only minus five with the Sens. He was minus two with the Rangers before he got traded. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. So it's like minus five on the Sens is pretty solid. I mean, yeah, right? Like, so uh, it might be a decent pickup. I mean, I don't know. Like, especially with Calvert out, I think that's a really good uh, quick Band-Aid fix right there. Yeah. So it's also, uh, for those that don't remember, like I said, he was a Rangers player at the start of the year. This was a weird one when the Sens acquired him at the beginning of the year. It was because he was an expiring deal. The Sens were clearly not going to be very good mm-hmm. again. And they traded away a minor league prospect and a fourth-round pick of their own for a guy that they must have been trying to flip. And then yeah. I don't know if it didn't work out or what, but they ended up getting a fourth-round pick back. For but it's going to be a substantially season. later pick because you're going to assume the Ottawa Senators pick is in the top five of the fourth round. Yeah. So so basically <clears> they <throat> just lost assets. They lost the prospect <laughs> and lost a, a draft position for like a very odd reason. Like I understand you need players to play. Like you need a 20-man roster, but it was just a very weird trade in the beginning yeah. for Ottawa. But – not a surprise that they wanted to move on from this guy because he was a rental, and if he wasn't going to sign, then you might as well trade him for something. I feel like no one wants to sign there right now, too. Well, that's another <laughs> issue, right? Yeah, why? It's like with Pajot gone now, too. He's like, hallelujah, I'm going to the island. Did you see some of his stuff? It's so funny on Twitter. Just no, like actually, the one picture of him at the airport. Like, you can tell he's just so stoked. He's like, oh, going to the island, going to meet all my teammates tonight. He's like taking a picture out the out the window. What he doesn't know is he's going to play for Lou Lamarillo and he's going to have no fun. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a different strategy in the island, that's for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we'll see how he fits in. Actually, I think I was seeing earlier that he's already in a fight. Yeah, actually, I did see that. Yeah. yeah. First game. Yeah, what a guy. Sticking up for his teammate. Attaboy. That's how, you, that's how you really win over your teammates, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, again, it, he's the guy that fits a need for the Avs, right? Like, yeah. Again, penalty-killing help, depth, another just another player to be in the bottom six, potentially second line if whatever happens. Yeah. 
exactly. You right, never you never know, know right? right? With Burakovsky missing time. I'm not saying right now, but you never know, right? Yeah. It's just a nice option. Uh, Tyson Jost's name was out there. I think we kind of touched on him last episode. He didn't move. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Uh, I feel like if he moves, and again, I'm not asking for him to get traded. We, I've had this rant already. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he might be the piece. He might be a piece that gets you what you need in the summertime. Yeah. And a player like that is generally a summertime move because he's not a rental. Right. And you never know. He's still got, you know, like the last six-ish weeks here to maybe, you know, prove that he can chip in a bit. You know, he's been really snake bit and we talked about that. Again, yeah, he hasn't he hasn't been quiet on the chances front. He's right. just been quiet on the score sheet. Yeah. And as of late, he has gotten better, higher quality chances. So. If if he, you know, didn't sign a deal with the devil or something, maybe he'd <laughs> score some more. Yeah, I don't know. But maybe clearly, not. he did something in a past life that <laughs> nobody likes right Karma's now. Karma's coming back. But I, it, that's the thing with Jost, man. Like, <laughs> I just, I don't get it for him. Like, he's got grade A chances once, twice a game, and just goalie robs him, whatever. I mean... Yeah, like especially in the last few games here, you're definitely seen him making some nice rushes, you know? Yeah. Taking his opportunities, and it's not like he's flubbing them off or, you know, making bad passes or bad plays or whatever. So you got to think that eventually it's going to come for him. And I mean, there's still time for him. So we'll see. He's still a young guy. Uh, I guess. Want to kind of touch on the rest of the division, possibly? Yeah, kind of what? Pretty quiet, to be honest, for the rest of, like, the contenders in the Central. Yeah, the Central is relatively unchanged. Like, probably the Jets with the biggest move with DeMello. Yeah. I mean, uh, we all know that's something that they need. The Blues made a couple. I can't pull them up right now because my cat friendly is stuck. <laughs> Where? Why? Why are you doing this to me? Yeah, okay, so I guess, whatever. Uh, Dallas, you know, they. You, we were kind of talking about that with Juice. Actually, that was Florida, right? They got Juice? Uh, Yeah. Oh, my gosh, I'm just getting lost in all these trades right now. That's crazy. But, yeah, like Buffalo. Buffalo pretty much just traded away stuff. Yeah. Or so, Buffalo. Holy moly. The Blues. Dallas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm. I was like about to say their name, and then the Buffalo logo went by in my brain. Just oh, there's like, oh, Buffalo. There's the one I was thinking about for the Jets. Is they get Cody Eakin? Yeah, right. That was the other one. Demelo so and Eakin. So like that's that's pretty big moves. And it's them. it's funny because you look at the price. Cody Eakin about the same thing as Nemestikov. Yeah, conditional which, 2021 fourth round pick. Which I think I would have preferred Eakin as an Avs fan. Maybe. But I, to me, I feel like the Jets got a good deal. I think Nemestikov's worth a fourth. I think Eakins worth more. Yeah, and it, but at the same time, right? Like Eakins is a conditional third, and it's also next year, mm-hmm. which also makes it cheaper in theory because it's a later pick. Uh, but it's if Winnipeg makes the playoffs, it's a third, so it's basically gotcha. a third. <coughs> Gotcha. Right. So it's like that. That 
I think that's probably fair value aside from the fact that it's next year's draft, 2021, 20, right? Yeah. But again, if you if you do the comparison side by side, fourth for Nemestikov, most likely a third for Eakin. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think I like Eakin as a player better. He's a lot heavier. Well, I think he's just quite a bit more proven as well, <clears throat> you know. That too. Um that's kind of the thing about Nemestikov is I can't really say that I know the player that well. Um he speaks English really good. <laughs> I, I I heard that today in uh, Adrian Dater's little uh, article with him, with got some audio audio on uh, an interview with him, and he was like, "Man, you speak some pretty good English. Probably better English than like most of the Russians on this team." <laughs> He's just <laughs> like, "But yeah, you know, like he seems like a good enough dude, and <clears throat> I mean, his numbers aren't like staggeringly, you know, like oh my gosh, wow." We yeah. got a diamond in the rough here. But, yeah. you know, he's a work in progress, and, yeah, he's a player that will probably fit. I feel like Saki went for the low-risk, low-reward. Which I think of... is the right way to go. I think so, too. I think that was, yeah, that was kind of our, both of our feelings, right, throughout even the whole year, is you don't want to, like, make a big change. We talked about it. Like, the, the holes that the Avs had were not gaping, aside right. from injuries. And maybe they're not even... They're not really like fixable in that way. Yeah, right. Without like, without salvaging too much of your future and everything. Right? But again, it like you could have gone out and got a guy that was out there. Like you could have pried Chris Kreider out of the Rangers. Yeah. But you would have had to give away your first round pick and a solid prospect. And I mean at least. And I mean, obviously that was a big price. Yeah. And he didn't want to go. Sounds yeah. It sounds right? like he didn't want to go. But it also sounds like they just didn't get the offers, right? Because right. I feel like I have a feeling it was one of those situations where it's like, if we trade you, we'll offer you a new deal in the summer. Yeah, and right. If you want to come of... back, you're gone for two months, dude. Like, yeah, and we'll get a cup. There's probably a lot of teams that are like, no, nah, like <clears throat> if you trade him to us, we we want we want some security, especially with a guy like Kreider. There's probably a lot of teams that are like, nah. We want him like for a few years more. Well, it's if if you want this, we're gonna have to sign him, and then that's well, this is conditional first round pick, and blah 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 blah. Right, and then you know down the rabbit hole. Which is, I think, when you look at like the Pajot deal, I have a feeling the Pajot deal was known that Pajot was gonna sign an extension because mm-hmm. right. that was a price to pay for Pajot. Oh, completely right. That was, that was a, a little bit surprising for sure. First, second, too. and a third, right? Yeah. I think. So uh, I think the third was late, like 2021. Right. Yeah. I, I think, so. I, think you're right. I know one pick was a year later. And yeah, I mean, <clears throat> that's, that's a big price, but. And then, so yeah, like we were kind of getting to, right. St. Louis, all they do at the deadline is trade for Marco Scandella from the Canadians. Right. I don't oh, know. There, I just stumbled upon that's a, that's a depth, depth defenseman for the blues. Obviously, kind of trying to fill a hole left by Bo Meester. Yeah. Basically, two seconds if uh, Scandella resigns or St. Louis wins two rounds. So that's that 2021. Yeah, conditions. that's the second one. Okay. Uh, which, I mean, I think it's fair to say that the Blues have a very good chance of winning two rounds. We would well, like yeah. to. We would like to prevent that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like we kind of said, it's probably going to be Blues and Avs in the second round. Like obviously, you would think when you talk about seeding, that's the 
I this, mean, yeah. This is the NHL, so the two, three, even the one, four round the first versus the wild card, those they're toss ups, but like when you look at the seeding, the percentages say it's blues and abs, most likely. Yeah. And yeah, the most you know, probably probable. But again, right? But so <laughs> who the it's hell not, knows? It's not like the Avs had to do the old keeping up with the Joneses at the deadline. It's not like, oh, they made this trade. We got to make that trade. Which honestly is maybe a good thing as oh, well. Oh, Dallas made this trade. We got to do this now. Yeah. Right? So the Central was pretty quiet as a whole. Yeah, pretty much. The Pacific, not so much. There was a lot of fireworks, especially in Edmonton and Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah, big old trade for Athanasiu. Athanasiu and Edmonton is a great fit. I, think. I mean, we'll see, but man, that is a good deal. From Two looking from him. yeah, from the outside perspective, and just thinking about what that team could use, that's probably a really good pickup. And I think that kind of his name's been floating around for a while. I think for Edmonton, right? Yeah, I think so. And you know that gives him another extremely quick guy. Wait, so, wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me that Ken Holland, who drafted. A fantasy. Right. Like the fantasy you? Yeah. Weird, huh? Who would have thought? I mean, a fantasy you later? I love that. <laughs> um, But, like, if he ends up getting time with McDavid, that she, is a scary Tuesday combo. night, he looked mighty good with that line. Right. Exactly. Connor so. McDavid had three assists with Tyler Ennis and a fantasy you. And, yeah, Ennis, right. Ennis wow. goes there, too. Wow. I mean, that's the thing, too, right? Give you, give the guy a terrible winger and a fantasy, and here you go. And like, But, you know, two guys that can skate, and there you go, man. So. And then you're looking at probably, I think, in a game or two, Cassian's suspension for his super smart kick is over. So he'll be I back. I kind of forgot about that again. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get another, you know, another thing to talk about Cassian in a couple weeks here. Yeah, I'm sure he'll get suspended again by the end of the year. Do something else stupid. Why not? But, yeah, I think it's safe to say Edmonton's probably going to win the Pacific now. I mean, they would be the favorites, I think, at this point, uh, especially if everybody stays healthy. Yeah. And, I mean, even McDavid just went down, and then you've seen what friggin' Dreisaitl does at that. 99 you know, points. Man, guy's going off. Honestly, I didn't I didn't know he quite had this kind of Nuts. level in him. So that's insane for the Oilers, for sure. Um. So, yeah, you kind of touched on Domingue going to Vancouver. Uh, and then Toffoli was the big... Right. Big addition. I mean, and yeah, Vancouver's kind of going in on it too. So I think he's got. Uh, I don't know if he scored Tuesday night. I don't know how they played Tuesday night, but he went three for three in those first three games of the Canucks. So not too shabby. It's a good uh, debut for him. Tafoli had what two goals in his first game with the Canucks? Yeah, I think it was two, and then didn't score, and then he scored in his third. Yeah. So I mean, those are already paying off for them. So yeah, right. So it's it's gonna spice up that Pacific quite a bit. Calgary made some interesting moves. Really basic. Yeah. Kind of, but yeah, so it's it's like the West is kind of, I don't know. I think all the the main, the main fireworks were in the East for sure. Yeah, there's some big. There's ones. a lot, and then there was like the rumors about like Parise going to right. Sorry, Parise going Parise. to the island. Yeah, which then didn't happen because of cap issues and stuff. And then I think Florida was trying to make a trade that got or no, maybe it was Carolina. I don't know. There was another trade that got nixed because of cap issues, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it worked, and it didn't work, and I don't know. It, was it seemed there seems to be a couple instances like that every every uh, trade deadline. Because what was the one last year? I'm trying to think. There was something. There was one last year. Maybe maybe I'll think about it before the end. But I'd say personally, my biggest disappointment in this whole trade deadline 
Joe Thornton. Oh, man, me too. Did you see his interview? He seems pretty sad oh, about he's it, He's so bummed. That's unfortunate. I mean, you know, he's had a rough season. It I just, I just wonder, I just wonder what the price was, like what San yeah. Jose felt the price was. Well, because yeah, they moved Marlowe. Yeah. And then, yeah, I was kind of waiting around the whole day, like, where's Thornton gonna go? Because like it would have been kind of a cool. Yasima, little... Yasima, another fourth round pick. Bring him over. I was gonna say, <laughs> what if you give Thornton a fourth for the like, give the fourth for Thornton instead of Mestikov? I mean, that's a that's an interesting take for sure. But uh, it's like I love Joe Thornton, so it, it hurts. It is very odd, but you know. Oh, I guess one, one firework that we didn't mention—I don't think—was Kovalchuk to Washington, or did we mention it Monday? I don't know if we did actually. That was—I think that mm, I don't know. I don't think we talked about it. Really, I don't think so like either. On, on but air. yeah, Kovalchuk to Washington—that's interesting. With an apparently not so hockey move. Apparently, there was better offers, and out right, of good right. faith to Kovalchuk. Bergeron sent Kovalchuk to Washington to play with Ovi. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually interesting. Which like, is very interesting. So do not be surprised if he goes back to Montreal in the summer. I mean, it's so interesting because it's not like he's earned in any way. Aside like, from, like, actually showing up and crushing it. Yeah, but, like, it's weird that he already has, like, a sense of loyalty there. You know? It's just, or vice versa. Or yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Like there's a loyal relationship there already. Yeah, it's very odd. Interesting. I mean, all the power to Kovalchuk, you know. See, has he? Won imagine. A, no, he hasn't won a cup. No, has he? no. Imagine the Vegas party if Kovalchuk and Ovi win together. Oh God. <laughs> if I have anything to Russian say about Fiesta, it, man. if I have anything to say about it, the Avs will spoil that party. <laughs> yeah. Let's. Yeah. <clears throat> that would be a that would be a fun final. That would be for sure. I mean, that's kind of like when we just went through that little stretch where we played Washington and Tampa, and we're both both of those games were just so epic and fast pace and playoff mentality. And I would love to see either of those. That would be so fun. Yeah, but you know, that's that's a it's a ways away here. So yeah, that's it. That's all. That's trade deadline twenty twenty. Uh, I don't know what kind of coverage you guys got down in the States, but I know the DNVR guys were following along and live tweeting that, and I think yeah. they're live streaming that too. Yeah, they did the last hour, little little uh, live stream, chatting it up, and yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, on to the future stuff. Uh, Avs and Sabres Wednesday night. Again, we'll talk about that on Sunday. Uh, as of right now, it's going really well. Uh Seven shots for Buffalo to one shot for Colorado. Uh, oh, about eight minutes in, seven minutes in. So uh hope nah. that turns around. It's a slow start. Yeah, it's fine. Frankie's gonna, got it. They've been off for like three days. They're not used to it anymore. Right, exactly. Every other day or every day if you're Frankie. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh yeah, and then what? uh Saturday, sorry, Friday, Carolina. Carolina, that's going to be a tough one. Carolina just had their... Zamboni celebration. <laughs> right. Oh, my Dave God. Dave Ayers. It's amazing. It's still amazing. Siren Sounder stuff on Tuesday night and all that good stuff. If right. If you're a Hurricanes fan, not a Leafs fan, because <laughs> shoot me. <laughs> Brutal. But, you know, they made a ton of moves, too. With They uh, really did. Who they, they picked up. Trocek. Trocek, they picked up. Which was a massive trade. Four players for him. That's yeah. crazy. 
But I mean, usually a couple just, of you, minor players. Yeah, you usually just don't see that, right? No, like four really. skaters for one skater. Yeah. It's like, whoa. No but draft they, picks. You know, trading the guy they traded for Nino Niederreiter because that didn't work out. Eric Halla. Yeah. Uh, they also traded for the two defensemen. I can't think of them right now. Right. Um. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Brand, Brady Shea. There you go. From the Rangers. For first rounder. Yeah, that was the one. That was the Brady Shea was the trade that was there it is, coming yeah. and going from the cap issues. Oh, right. And okay. then Vatnin, right? That's the one. Yeah, Vatnin. So, like, so it's two sub- substantial D pickups. They, they, like, the Hurricanes definitely added the most of any team. Oh, for sure. Well, it's kind of yet to be seen if it's the best. We'll see. But but Trocek's the second line center. Yeah, easy. Vatnin and Brady Shea are top four defensemen. Easy top fours, right? Yeah. And they did that at one trade deadline. Yeah, that's insane. Like, this has got to be one of the biggest hauls for a single team. It's that's the biggest haul for a single team except for Columbus. Last year. Exactly where they just and they went a little too far. The Hurricanes didn't trade away their entire draft, so right. That's kind I mean, of a good thing. We'll we'll see what happens with that, but I mean Brady Shea is a he's a good D man. I I feel like that's worth a first round. Well, yeah, because he's he's a good defenseman and he's got like three more years on his deal of five two five. Right. Good so deal. I mean. Especially with Dougie out for them right now. Those yeah, are two really big pickups. Vatnin's a rental. I believe Trocek's still got a, some deal left, too. Yeah, I think he's got at least another year, right? Two. Two more years. Another two years, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's and yeah, Vatnin's huge, a rental. huge additions for them. And, I mean, that team has been pretty good all year. They're set to make a pretty decent run here. They so. won a hockey game with a Zamboni driver in it. <laughs> They're... Just fine. <laughs> they are doing just fine. Not very many teams can say that. <laughs> the good news for the Avs, though, on that front is the fact that these guys probably haven't gelled quite yet with the team. Right. So before they get too ready to roll and all that good Shake stuff. Shake them up a bit. The Avs get to jump in, grab two points, and get out. I mean, yeah. And if there's a if there's an offense that you want to be disorganized for, it's definitely not the Avs. So, I mean, even without our some of our players out, you know. Watch out for Makar and McKinnon confusing the hell out of you in your own zone. So. I think we kind of talked about it too, though, uh, on Monday's episode where the Avs didn't look frustrated in like the games against the Kings and the Ducks. Right. The Hurricanes are that same kind of team where they play defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a reason that they got scored on twice and only twice against the Leafs when they had an emergency backup in net. Right. They played defense. Which is insane. And a crazy four check. So yeah, I've got to be ready for that big time. Yeah. High energy team for sure. And then Saturday is a, another back to back big time central matchup in yeah. Nashville against the Preds on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. That place will be rocking guaranteed guaranteed. Yeah. They, they always have such good atmosphere up in the, what do they even call it? I don't even know. Bridgestone arena, but I don't know what they call like what the nickname is. Yeah, I can't no remember, idea, but yeah. Gotta love those fans. They're good. The Denver, I don't know. But yeah, uh, it'll be it'll be a crazy weekend again as usual. But Friday, Saturday, doubleheader. Just in case you wanted to go out, uh, you should probably stay in. Hockey, hockey, hockey. Or go out to the bar and enjoy it out there. Yeah. I don't know if DNVR's got another watch party going or something, but I would assume so. They seem to do it every game now. Yeah. And then yeah, that's the end of February, and basically yeah, five weeks left of hockey after Saturday. Holy crap! You know, it just, 
it goes by so quick. And then you get to this point in the year, and you're like, holy crap, the playoffs are right around the well, that's corner. The thing, right? Like, you look at the standings, and you're like, wait, there's like 20 games left? Yeah, it's what? crazy. It just flies by. You know, those middle, like, 40 games, they just kind of go. They meld together, and then all of a sudden, trade deadline happens, and you're like, the end of the season's how far? Yeah. What? And then Six it's just, weeks? It's just a blitz, the sprint to the finish. It's nuts. But yeah, after after Wednesday's game, the Avs have twenty games to go. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed, they're back in second place in the Central. F- jump over Dallas again. I mean, yeah, and it's crazy to think that we have uh, still have games in hand on both St. Louis and Dallas. Yeah, three games in hand ish. It'll be two after tonight. Right. But and two then games we got another back to back ish so. on St. Louis, one on Dallas. Only one point behind Dallas, depending on what happens in Buffalo tonight. Yeah, and then. Five-ish behind St. Louis, so still in reach, still in grasp. If you win those games in a hand, definitely. Again, games in hand don't matter if you don't win. So, imaginary points, imaginary points. St. Louis is on a five-game winning streak too, so it's it's got to come to an end eventually, right? Well, yeah, and of course, yeah. Right when uh, every team's kind of struggling in those top three, and then everyone's like, "Oh, okay, I guess we'll start winning." Let's again. play hockey. So everyone's oh. just winning again. You guys want to play hockey? We'll <laughs> play hockey too. Okay. Yeah. This central division all year, ridiculous. Yeah, man, it's it's gonna be a battle in those playoffs to see exactly what happens with the central. So it's gonna be a interesting ride here. But yeah, um, I don't know. Ho- hopefully, everybody's happy-ish with the the Avs trade deadline. Hopefully, everybody's happy with what the other teams around us didn't do. Mm-hmm. Let's just. Pray for our guys to come back ASAP, and life will be good. We need you back. No more ambulance crap. Done with it. Randon, Burkowski, Calvert, Nieto. Grubauer. Grubauer. Stop it. Please come back. Oh, one thing we didn't mention was uh, Dater's sick shirt oh. on the Leafs. The Hutchinson. When Hutchinson, was, he, so he tweeted out a like little minute-long clip of Hutchinson in practice. And then sent out the hot diss on the Leafs and said the Leafs loaned them two defensemen too. And they were just like little pylon guys. Oh. Uh, I hate it, but I love it. It was so good. It was good. So good. Uh, yeah. Ridiculous. I hate you. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, we will catch you on Monday's episode and enjoy the weekend. Yeah, go Avs. Now, a quick word from our sponsors. Last but not least today, we have a fantastic deal from Reebok. Reebok is offering an extra 50% off if you use the code GETDOWN, no spaces. This would be a perfect time to get yourself some new workout gear, maybe some UFC fight merch. Whatever you're looking for, this code will save you some money. Also, same as with Puffy and NHL Shop. If you shop through our link, which we will tweet after the episode, you can help support us and the Hockey Podcast Network. Again, thanks for tuning in to our growing network of podcasts, and we hope you enjoy our episode. Don't forget to visit us on Twitter at Offside by a Mile to join our conversation and have your voice heard. Also, check out the rest of the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet and the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You can listen to the podcast there or anywhere you get your podcasts from. The biggest thing you can do to support us is by going to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and giving us a five-star rating. Also, if you're looking to donate to the network, visit the Hockey Podcast Network's Patreon page. All donations go straight to the podcast host. 
Thanks, and see you next episode. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.